The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. As usual, your host, Iceman. Unfortunately, it's the beginning of the month, uh, so if uh, you're a regular listener, you know what that means. It's the end of watch uh, episode for June. Now, um, I had thought about going live last night for uh, the end of watch, what I usually don't do. It's been a kind of a bad month for law enforcement, if anybody's been paying attention to the news, but uh, bam. Unfortunately, has uh, contracted COVID for the second time, and uh, it wasn't. It don't seem to be as bad as the first time, but uh, it's still. Uh, she got a little fever and throat's hurting. She's not feeling real good, but uh, it don't seem to be quite as bad. Uh, I have tested myself and came back. Uh, I'm negative, so you go figure how that happens, right? Also. Uh, well, before I go into that, uh, let's get a little, a little housekeeping. You know, go like, subscribe, uh, rate, and review if you don't mind. Uh, you can check out the Etsy store for any uh, merchandise, t-shirts, or anything like that. Uh, also, uh, I have a listener. That, uh, he comes on the live shows and uh, watches on YouTube and everything like that. Uh, even though this uh, had anniversary uh their end of watch anniversary was uh today which is july but this is the june end of watch we're gonna put it out there anyway uh because on today was his uh the anniversary of his end of watch uh this subject's name was uh trooper raymond c dodge and on July 2nd in 1974, Trooper Dodge, uh, 28 years old at the time, he died after being shot uh, while on duty on a call. He was investigating. Uh, he was assigned to go investigate a property line dispute between neighbors who owned adjoining uh, lakefront cottages on the shores of uh, 
Sinsica, I, I don't know if that's how you say it, Lake. Trooper Dodge uh, resolved the dispute, and uh, I guess he, he left. And later that day, he got called back over there, which happens a lot of times. You know, you leave thinking you got everything settled, and these are grown people, and they go back to their shenanigans because over a, a property line. Anyway, he got uh, called back over there. And, uh, of course, you know, people were arguing upon his return he was uh shot and hit by a gunshot blast he was able to return fire and shot the uh, suspect who shot him in the chest and the legs but uh trooper died just died of his wounds to his chest and upper arm uh he had joined the state police in january the same year that he had died so he hadn't been a trooper that long anyway we're going to dedicate this episode of the end of Wash to uh, Trooper Dodge, who gave up his life in the line of duty. So, we're going to start off. We had uh, 18, 18 deaths this uh, this past month in June. Uh, it's up. It's up from last month. We only had 10 last month. We had a lot of gunfire uh, deaths also. So, uh, Let's keep these people uh, in our, if you're a praying person, in your prayers and uh, in your heart and uh, their families in your mind also. And uh, we're going to read their names out and give as much respect and uh, as we can. So uh, let's start it off. We have Officer Adrian Lopez Sr. from the White Mountain Apache Tribal Police Department um, Tribal Police uh, His end of watch was Thursday June the 2nd 2022 He was 35 years old He had been on the job for one year and three months He was a military veteran This was in uh, Arizona since he was shot and killed during a traffic stop on East Fork Road in White River, Arizona, about 7.10 p.m., an altercation occurred between Officer Lopez and the driver, during which Officer Lopez was fatally shot. The suspect then stole Officer Lopez's patrol vehicle and fled the scene with other White Mountain Apache police in pursuit. The pursuit traveled almost 40 miles before officers and the subject exchanged gunfire near Howley Lake during which another officer was wounded and the subject was killed. Officer Lopez was a U.S. Army veteran of Operation Iraq Freedom. He held, he had served with the White Mountain Apache Tribal Police Department for five months and had previously served ten months with the United States Department of Interior Bureau of Indian Affairs Office of Justice Services in Wind River, Wyoming. He survived by his wife and two children. So, uh, hearts go out for them, uh, the wife and them two kids, uh, died in the line of duty, served in the military, got shot on a traffic stop, which is, uh, just unfortunate, uh, at least the bad guy is, uh, dead also. Next, we have, uh. Deputy Sheriff Thomas E. Baker III 
from the Nicholas County Sheriff's Department in West Virginia is in to watch was Friday, June the 3rd, 2022. He was 48 years old, had 19 years on the job. Uh, deputy Tom Baker was uh, shot and killed after he and another deputy responded to a domestic disturbance in the Birch River area of the county. He and his partner were talking to two men who had come out of a trailer. Both men ran back into the trailer as the deputies pursued them and attempted to apprehend them by deploying a taser. Once inside the trailer, the men opened fire on the deputies. Deputy Baker was struck in the back and his partner was wounded in the leg as they sought cover outside of the trailer. Despite their wounds, they were able to return fire and one of the men was killed. The second man was apprehended following a barricade and was charged with first-degree murder. Deputy Baker had served with law enforcement for a total of 19 years. He was the deputy who found Deputy Sheriff William Giacomo on September 11, 2000. Prior to joining the Nicholas County Sheriff's Department, he served with the Cohen Police Department, Somerville Police Department, Ralph County Sheriff's Department, and the Federal Bureau of Prisons. He is survived by his wife, two children, two stepchildren, a grandmother, and two sisters. Uh, I only have words to say. You just... Shot in the back. Next up, we have police officer Christopher Nicholas Friello of the Tallahassee Police Department, Florida. End of watch was June 8th, Wednesday, 2022. Uh, He was 34 years old, had four years on the job. He died in a vehicle pursuit. He was killed when his patrol car was struck head-on at the intersection of Capitol Circle, Circle Northwest uh, Passage by a vehicle being pursued by other officers at 1.26 a.m. Around 12.30 a.m., the Tallahassee Police Department received a call about an assault. An investigation revealed that the subject entered his home, shot and wounded three of his family members, then fled in his vehicle. As the Leon County Sheriff's Office in Tallahassee Police Department encountered the vehicle at North Monroe Street and Capitol Circle, subject turned his vehicle around, drove toward oncoming traffic, and collided with Officer Frello's patrol car. He was taken to a local hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. The subject was also taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. He was later charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, homicide, in possession of a deadly weapon by a convicted felon. Uh, officer had uh, served with the Tallahassee Police Department for four years and had previously served with the Wilton Manors Police Department. He survived by his parents, brother, and a cousin. Uh, of course, the uh, bad guy would have minor injuries. That's how it usually goes. Like roaches. Next, we have senior investigator Kyle Kyle Lee Patterson from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. His end of watch was Thursday, June the 9th, 2022. He was 35 years old, 15 years on the job. Uh, cause of death was an automobile crash. 
he succumbed to his injury sustained in a head-on collision uh, in a crash. A, a driver was traveling eastbound in a westbound lane when they crashed into his unit at about 12 p.m. The driver of the other vehicle was also killed. He was airlifted at the hospital where he succumbed to the injuries. He had served with the Florida Wildlife and Fisheries uh, for 15 years. He survived by his wife and a young child. Poor, uh, child's not going to grow up without her, their father. Next, we have police officer Kenneth Winston Croom, Meridian Police Department, Mississippi. His end of watch was Thursday, June the 9th, 2022. He was 30 years old, nine years on the job died from gunfire he was shot and killed while responding to a domestic violence call at 5.30 p.m. other officers responded to the call discovered that Officer Kroom and a victim of the domestic violence had been shot both were pronounced dead a short time later the male suspect had fled the scene but was arrested the following morning by members of the United States Marshal Service in Choctaw County Officer Croom had served with the Meridian Police Department for almost two years. He had previously served with the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office, Jackson Police Department, Brookhaven Police Department, and Hines County Sheriff's Office. Uh, don't say uh, who he's fired by or anything like that. Domestic violence is uh, one of the worst calls uh, law enforcement can go on also. People are already mad. I'm set. Next, we have Detective Justin Michael Terry from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, Nevada. His end of watch was Friday, June the 10th, 2022. He was 45 years old. He had 21 years on the job. Cause of death was an automobile crash. Detective Terry was uh, killed when a steel height restricted beam fell on his department vehicle on US 95 near Route 215 at about 7 a.m. The beam had been installed to prevent oversized vehicles that were too tall from entering the construction zone where a new overpass was being built. A tractor trailer carrying a piece of large equipment struck the beam, causing it to fall onto his vehicle as he was driving underneath it. He had served with the Metropolitan Las Vegas Police Department for 21 years and assigned to the Homicide Sex Crimes Bureau. He survived by his wife and two sons. Next is Deputy First Class Glenn R. Hilliard from the... I'm probably going to mess this name up. Wacomica or something like that. County Sheriff's Office in Maryland. His end of watch was June 12, 2022. He was 41 years old. He had 16 years on the job. Cause of death was gunfire. Deputy First Class Glenn Hilliard was shot and killed in Pittsville while attempting to arrest a man wanted on multiple felony warrants from several jurisdictions. The deputy saw the man leaving his apartment and attempted to arrest him. The man fled on foot and then opened fire on 
the deputy as he pursued him. Deputy Hill were fatally wounded during the shooting. The man continued to flee after shooting Deputy Hilliard, but was arrested later that night. He was charged with first-degree murder, second-degree murder, first-degree assault, second-degree assault, reckless endangerment, and use of a firearm with the commission of violent felony. Deputy Hilliard had served with the sheriff's office there for six years and had previously served with the Berlin Police Department for ten years. He is survived by his wife and three children. Next we have Corporal Michael Domingo Paredes. Paredes from the El Monte Police Department, California. End of watch was Tuesday the 14th, 2022. He was 42 years old. 22 years on the job uh, cause of death with gunfire it was on uh, him uh, it was in the news I had read quite a few news stories about it so it was him and uh, also Officer Joseph Santana they were shot and killed while responding to a domestic violence call uh, they responded to a report of a possible stabbing between a boyfriend and girlfriend when they arrived at the hotel room, they were met with gunfire. The subject fled to the parking lot and were responding officers exchanged gunfire with the suspect. Both officers were taken to the L.A. County Medical Center where they succumbed to their wounds. The subject... Oh, both, both officers were brought there. The subject was also shot and killed. Uh... Corporal had served with the department for 22 years. He has survived by his wife, his son, and his daughter. At least the bad guy is uh, not breathing anymore. His partner, Officer Joseph uh, Anthony Santana, was 31 years old. He had four years on the job. He, uh, he survived by his wife, daughter, and twin sons. Next, we have Deputy Sheriff Austin W. Melvin Richardson from the Fremont County Sheriff's Office in Iowa. His end of watch was June the 14th, 2022. He was 37 years old. He had 15 years on the job. Cause of death was an automobile crash. Uh, said Deputy Richardson succumbed to his injuries sustained in a collision with a harvesting combine on Highway 275. At 12.35 p.m., the combine was traveling southbound on Highway 275. Deputy Richardson was driving northbound when his vehicle collided with the combine. The combine was wider than the lane and Deputy Richardson's left front tire collided with the machine. He had served with the county sheriff's office for seven years and had served in law enforcement for more than 15 years. He had previously served with the Sydney Police Department and Auburn Police Department. He is survived by his wife and his three children. Just a freak accident there. So. 
Next, we have Deputy Sheriff Jamar Colin Abel from the Chambers County Sheriff's Office in Alabama. And the watch was Monday, June the 20th, 2022. He was 24 years old. He had two years on the job. Cause of death was an automobile crash. He was killed in a vehicle crash on County Road between uh, Welch and Standing Rock. He was assisting a Renook Police Department during a vehicle pursuit when his patrol SUV left the roadway while rounding a curve at 4.30 p.m. The patrol car overturned after striking a ditch on the side of the road. He was transported to the medical center where he succumbed to his injuries. The subject was apprehended. Deputy Abel was killed on his two-year anniversary with the Chambers County Sheriff's Office. He is survived by his father and his fiance. Very young man. Next, we have Deputy Sheriff Austin Derek Aldridge from the Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office in South Carolina. And the watch was Tuesday, June the 21st, 2022. He was 25 years old with three years on the job. Cause of death was gunfire. He was shot and killed while responding to a domestic call at 3.20 p.m. When Deputy Aldridge Aldridge approached the house. He was ambushed by the subject. Bystanders gave medical aid to the deputy until EMS arrived and then provided responding officers with a description of the subject and his vehicle. Another deputy spotted the subject and attempted a traffic stop. The man pretended to surrender but shot at the deputy. He returned fire before fleeing again. After crashing his vehicle, the suspect engaged in another shootout before running into the woods where members of SWAT team and a police canine took him into custody. He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening gunshot wounds. No officers were injured in pursuit and apprehension of the suspect. Uh, The deputy was transported to the hospital and succumbed to his injuries at 9.26 p.m. He survived. He survived by his wife. Like I said, you can't. Cockroaches. All them cops shooting at him and and this, this... Piece of crap gets to live. I'm not going to go on a rant doing an end to watch, but y'all can probably know how I'm feeling right about now reading some of this. Next, we have Detention Officer Jeremiah James Story from the Perry County Sheriff's Office in Arkansas. End to watch was Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. He was 21 years old. He was a military veteran died of a uh, gunfire. He was a det- detention officer. Story was shot and killed while processing a subject into the Perry County Detention Center. Officer Story was standing in the restroom while the subject, who had been arrested for drug charges, was changing into jail-issued clothing. The man produced a pistol he had concealed on his person and shot Officer Story. The subject was subdued after shooting Officer Story. The man was charged with capital murder and transferred to Faulkner County Detention Center. He was a National Guard veteran. Uh, very young man. Next, we have Sergeant Richard Lopez. I- I'm not going to be able to uh, say this county name. I will spell it Y A V A P A I County Sheriff's Office in Arizona. The 
End of watch was Tuesday, June the 28th, 2022. He was 51 years old. He had 14 years on the job. Cause of death was gunfire. Sergeant Richard Lopez was shot and killed while attempting to arrest a suspect near Stagecoach Trail in Red Oak Lane uh, at about 12.45 p.m. He had responded to the area to investigate a theft and located the suspect nearby. The man shot him before fleeing into a nearby residence and barricading himself inside. Sergeant Lopez was transported to Honor Health Deer Valley Medical Center where he succumbed to his wounds. The subject was taken into custody after remaining barricaded in the home for several hours. Sergeant Lopez had served with the county sheriff's office for 14 years. He survived by his wife and his two daughters. I don't know if y'all are noticing the trend that I'm noticing. I will talk about it on a Sunday episode. I'm not going to do it now. It's not proper time. Next, we have Reserve Officer Jeffrey Richardson from the Poteet Police Department in Texas. End of watch was June 29th of 2022. He was 35 years old. Cause of death for vehicular assault. Reserve Officer Jeffrey Richardson was struck and killed by a drunk driver while directing traffic at a construction zone. He was working a secondary employment assignment when he was struck at 2 a.m. The driver who struck him was arrested and charged with intoxicated assault. He survived by his wife and his five children. The drunk driver killed this man who was out trying to make extra money. For him, his wife and his five kids, and that's dead because <laughs> next we have Deputy Sheriff Bradley Johnson from the Bibb County Sheriff's Office, Alabama. And the watch was Thursday, June the thirtieth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, he was thirty-two years old, seven years on the job. Uh, cause of death was gunfire. He, uh, Deputy Brad Johnson succumbed to a gunshot wound sustained, sustained, sorry, sustained the previous day at about 5 p.m. when he and another deputy were shot by an auto theft suspect near the intersection of Alabama 25 and Bulldog Bend Road. Deputies pursued the stolen vehicle until it stopped and the man opened fire, striking Deputy Johnson and his second deputy. The man then fled on foot and remained at large until being taken into custody about 16 hours later. Deputy Johnson remained on life support until his organs could not could be donated. Deputy Johnson served with the Bibb County Sheriff's Office for seven years. He survived by his fiancée, two children, and his parents. Next we have Captain Ralph Frazier from the Princetonburg Police Department in Kentucky. End of watch was Thursday, June the 30th, 2022. His age was not available. He had 39 years on the job. This man was still working, 39 years on the job. Respect there. Captain Frazier and police officer Jacob Chaffins, along with Deputy Sheriff William Petrie of the Floyd County Sheriff's Office, were shot and killed in Allen by a subject who was wanted for domestic violent offenses. 
Several warrants and a protective order have been issued for the man after he assaulted a family member. As two Floyd County deputies arrived at the man's home on Main Street near, near Railroad Avenue to serve the to serve the warrants, the man opened fire. Numerous jurisdictions responded to assist. Following the initial shooting, the man fired hundreds of rounds from pre-positioned firearms throughout the home. This dude set it up for an ambush, it sounds like. Deputy Petrie and Captain Frazier were killed during the incident. Officer Chaffin succumbed to his wounds the following day. Three other law enforcement officers and the Director of Emergency Management were wounded. K-9 Drago was also with the Floyd County Sheriff's Office, was also killed in the incident. The subject was taken into custody after remaining barricaded in the home for several hours. He was charged with multiple counts of murder. A police officer attempted murder of a police officer assaulting a service animal. Captain Frazier had served with the police department for 39 years. Uh, I got so much to say this weekend. Next, we have Deputy Sheriff William Petrie, uh, Floyd County Sheriff's Office, and the watch was Thursday, June the 30th. Age not available. He had 29 years on the job. He was with Captain Frazier. You don't say who you know if he was survived by anyone. You know, even if they have him listed down as dying on yesterday, July the first. Uh, police officer Jacob Chaffins, who was also with them out there, age not available. He's a military veteran. He was also a military veteran. Okay. That's the uh, list that was way too long uh, for June. If you notice, most of the uh, majority of them were all from gunfire. Going down to the K9s. We had K9 Drago. It's a different one. This one's from Columbia County Sheriff's Office of Florida. His end of watch was uh, June the 15th, 2022. He's a German Shepherd, five years old. He died from uh, a heat stroke. He said uh, he died after showing signs of a heat stroke during a training exercise. Transported a vet, but he succumbed to the heat stroke the next day. Five-year-old Shepherd. of K9XO from the Pascacoola Police Department in Mississippi. His end of watch was uh, Thursday, June the 23rd. He's a Belgian Malinois. Says he was shot and killed uh, in a Jackson County while tracking a suspect involving a shooting earlier that day. Him and his handler responded to the area to assist other agencies in the search for the man in the wooded area. As the man was located, he opened fire on the canine and his handler. The canine was struck twice 
During the shooting, his handler returned fire and wounded the man. Uh, he was transported to the hot veterinary hospital and he died from his wounds. Uh, of course, the uh, bad guy was only shot and wounded uh, and he's still alive. We have K-9 Cannon from the Fountain Valley Police Department in California. End of watch was June the 28th. Belgian Melamois, five years old. He died from a heat stroke while participating in a training exercise. And then K-9 Drago from the Floyd County Sheriff's Office. Thursday, June the 30th. Belgian Melamois. Um, we heard the story earlier with the captain and other officers and deputies. Way too many. Uh, so, keep everybody in your, uh, except if you're, if you're a Christian person, in thoughts in your prayer. Or just keep them in your thoughts if you're not. Uh, too many men and women die doing this job, and uh, they don't even get the recognition for it. You hear a lot of people out on the streets screaming, say their name. For a bunch of dirt bags. Well, this is my way of screaming, say their names, because they're heroes. And, uh, so we're recording something this weekend, uh, other than this. I got a little thing I'm going to play at the end here. If y'all can stick around and listen to it. If not, if not, everybody be careful. Uh, watch your back, watch your partner's back, and uh, just stay safe out there because it's a uh, it's definitely a war on us, and uh, can't let them win, right? Got to keep going. Everybody stay safe. man is a composite of what all men are, I guess, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted, a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and pig or worse behind his back. All at once you lost your first name. You're a cop, a flatfoot, a bull. John Law, you're the fuzz, the heat, your poison, your trouble, your bad news. They call you everything, but never a policeman. A, a police department is no, they're just humans. Right, they're imperfect, they need training, they need funding, they need support. Right now they need morale and they need people. Whatever your job is, imagine doing it with people throwing rocks at you, people spitting on you, people trying to kill you. And then think about what their job description is. Their job description 
these people in uniform, is putting your life on the line every day for strangers. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp. Chasing psychopathic 15-year-olds down blind, dark alleys knowing they have a gun, but they don't yet have a conscience. There may even be the ultimate sacrifice. Men may be killed for the cause, but that cause must be just. And that cause must, even in death, benefit those who may have to give that last full measure. And that, that may sound impossible, actually, because how can anyone benefit from their own death? And the answer is actually quite simple. They do so to provide safety and security where their families live. I'm not talking about what makes you happy. It's a luxury to pursue what makes you happy. It's a moral obligation to pursue what you find meaningful. And that doesn't mean it's easy. It might require sacrifice. Being a policeman is an endless, glamorous, thankless job that's got to be done. I know it too. And I'm damn glad to be one of them. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. How can we love our country and not love our countrymen? And loving them, reach out a hand when they fall. Heal them when they're sick, so they will be equal in fact and not just in theory. What kind of person takes that job? I don't understand it. I've never understood it. I've worked with them. I've played ball with them. I've drunk beer with them. I've laughed with them, I've cried with them, I've celebrated with them, and I've suffered with them. But I have never, for a single moment, understood them.